Welcome back to Light It Red. This is our second episode of the fall semester. Very excited to be here and be back. Um, today we are going to do sort of a weekend review of of fall sports that have happened uh, since our last recording last Tuesday. Today is the 18th uh, at the time of recording, of course. Um, so everything that's happened between then and now, we will be breaking down, um, analyzing each fall sport. After that, we will transition into a fun idea that we had. We're going to do a fantasy-type snake draft for all-time NC State athletes, um, me, Stone, and Patrick, and see who can come out with the best team. We've compiled a list of all-time athletes across various sports, and then we'll end it today with um, a breakdown of, or just a preview of, of what's to come in the next two weeks. And then we will uh, sign off. Sign off. <laughs> yeah, that's what there. we'll do. Yeah. Awesome. Can't wait. It's going to be so much fun. Let's start off with the sports news from NC State. Patrick, kick it off with our big W last week. So we did have a lot better of a football weekend than we did previously. 45-7 to win over VMI. Uh, definitely a big bounce back game from Brennan Armstrong with our MVP being Julian Gray. He had 80 yards on two receptions, one kick return touchdown, and then also one that was nullified. Obviously, it doesn't count, but I'm taking I'm taking it regardless. So cool. Um, we also have women's soccer. Um, the skid continued, unfortunately, so we're having a two two to two tie against High Point, and then they went zero and two or zero to two in a loss against Pitt. I'm hoping that they're gonna turn it around though, but we'll have to see. And then we've got men's soccer. They were able to pick up a 3-1 to W over Howard, but after that did lose 1-3, to the same exact score, to Virginia, which was our first ACC game, so not great versus the Cavaliers. But funny stat, we are undefeated at home, 4-0 so far, and 0-3 on the road. So all of our wins have come at home, and we haven't lost a single game yet. So seems like our pack at the house are really keeping the men's soccer team up and going. Hopefully they can maybe get a few on the road to improve the record. Then volleyball is also still kicking it. Three to zero wins both over Charlotte and George Washington. The win streak is now at eight as we look forward to future ACC play. Hopefully we can continue that and deservedly so be ranked in the top 25. And rounding out our weekly recap here we have cross country um the adidas cross country challenge was the one and only nc state hosted cross country event on the calendar for the fall um it was at wake med and carry um the men did great uh they finished one two three four five and six uh so we got jj malik toby galter daniel magui wesley larson zach hughes and matthew bogdan um on that list there um and for the women who in the past few years if you don't know have been um all the rage around nc state uh back-to-back national champions in women's cross country um they did not do as well because they didn't have their top runners um, participate in this event however um the top three Finishers in this event were NC State cross country team members. They just ran unaffiliated. Um, I am not a huge cross country nerd, so I don't know 
um, exactly why this is, but I'm sure there is some some reason behind uh, this decision. Um, nonetheless, it's great that they're on the team and that they did well, um, even if it doesn't count for NC State. And lastly, Ice Pack. We did not talk about Ice Pack in our last episode. This is NC State's um, ice hockey club team. It is a club team, but uh, it has a great atmosphere and environment behind it. Um, a lot of people show out to the Invisalign Center in Morrisville on Friday, Saturday nights, and uh, for their home opener against ECU, they won 17-3. to And if you're not a hockey fan, um, 17 is a large number for goals scored in a game on any level. Um, so huge, huge win, uh, really did not show any mercy, uh, for the, for the pirates that night. Um, and then they lost the next week, seven to two. So we don't really know how good they are yet. Um, <laughs> but they did score a lot of goals week one. Yeah, so that 17 was really to cool. three. That's like a football score. I've never seen that many points in a hockey game. Yeah. Yeah. Bizarre. Being there live, I felt, I felt bad for the pirates. I gotta, I gotta say. No, never. Not bad. <laughs> for, uh, for a club sports team, they have a large backing here. Yeah, absolutely. Probably the biggest club sport on campus. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, perfect. That's in Morrisville. I got family there, where I used to live, so I'd love to go check that place out. That sounds really fun. Now we're going to get into our all-time NC State athlete draft. What's going to happen is we're going to just do a snake draft. I have a random number generator here that I'm going to pull up real quick. And it's going to be one through three. We will have Griffin be one. I will be two. Patrick will be three. Whichever one comes up, that's who will get to go uh, first and then second and third. If you pick last, you get to go again back to back. Like a simple snake draft. We'll do, what, four, five players around there? Starting five sounds good. Starting five? Yeah, five is good. Could be any sport. Uh, Could be a coach if you really want to do a coach as well because they are in the Hall of Fame. And some of the coaches... Were athletes beforehand, but they obviously were phenomenal for NC State athletics. So I think they deserve to be on the list as well. I don't know if any of you planned for coaches, but if you did, you'll be glad. You know, you can take them if you'd like. Wasn't on my radar. It's fine, not a big <laughs> deal. I might might take one sneak peek, but we'll see. So starting off, number two was first. I can prove it right here. All right, I wasn't <laughs> lying. Okay, so so stone, two, stone cheated. Two goes first. Good <laughs> I like thing I break. set it up one, which means. It is Griffin and then Patrick. So we'll go Stone, so. then me, then Patrick, okay. and then go Patrick. That's how I planned. All right. Well, with the first overall pick, I kind of don't want to take it because I want other people to make the decision for me, but I'm going to take one of the best, at least in my opinion, NC State athletes ever, and I think the best basketball player we've ever had, and that is David Thompson, mm-hmm. shooting guard. I can hear the groans. (laughs) He (laughs) was a part of the 1974 NCAA championship squad, a two-time consensus national player of the year and ACC player of the year. He ended UCLA's dynasty of 10 consecutive NCAA championships back in the 70s and 60s when they were just dominating every single person and had guys like uh, Bill Washer and uh, Kareem just killing everyone, was able to sneak in a title there, is the only retired jersey number in NC State men's basketball history. Number 44, he's obviously, when he got older in the NBA, is in the NBA Hall of Fame, and was cited as Michael Jordan 
for David Thompson being one of the biggest inspirations for him playing basketball. Maybe that wasn't great for us because he went to Carolina, but still, he was one of the biggest inspirations for the greatest basketball player of all time and was also just a clear leader of, I think, the best NC State basketball team in the history of our athletic team. Okay, Stone. I see you, David Thompson. Um, I raise you. I'm going Philip Rivers. I knew it. Oh my god. Okay. I knew it. That's why I would have picked. Um <laughs> these days Philip Rivers is known for having like eleven children. <laughs> um, but back in Oh three, I don't know, was it? two? It was a it was a while ago. When I was it, born? Yeah. Um <laughs> he was the quarterback here at NC State. Um, he threw for over 13,000 yards and 90 touchdowns in three years. It's pretty good for college. The ball comes out a little weird when he throws it. <laughs> um, he was the franchise quarterback for the San Diego Chargers for a really long time. Love and respect for Phillip Rivers. Um, never won the big one, though, but he's my yeah, quarterback. Unfortunately, he couldn't get the I still think he's an awesome Hall of Fame? Yeah, question I, I would say, yeah. Maybe? I think so. I mean, he may not have a bowl, but he's been multiple-time pro bowler, clearly one of the best, at least for state-wise. I think he uh, is definitely the best quarterback that we've ever had. Mm-hmm. Sorry, you know, I know I love Armstrong. but Mike I don't Lennon. Know if he's, yeah, Mike Lennon. <laughs> I don't know if they're reaching those heights. <laughs> who, who but Mike, Mike Lennon can make an appearance tonight, don't <laughs> He is don't pretty good. You never know. <laughs> uh, but he has... 51 consecutive starts at quarterbacks, super reliable, which is an NCAA record, and he has pretty much every single significant passing record in school history and even ACC history. So good pick there. I like it. Thank you. Patrick? All right. Well, I'm going to – All right, let me see Mike Glennon with this next <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> You know, I've been steered away a little bit because I definitely – if this was if, – if we, if we were going completely up to no stats, I'm, I'm going Mike Glennon. But <laughs> he's, he's got a special place in my heart. But for my number one, I'm going to go a different route. We've had football and we've had basketball. I'm going to go Tim Clark from for golf. Um, only player in program history to win two NCAA regional championships. And he also has two PGA, PGA Tour wins. Um, I mean, to me, we've got, I, I feel like a f- football and basketball, we, we know what we're getting. We're, we're going we're gonna to put out top talent. But how many times do you look at a college and say that they have one of the best golfers ever? I mean, I don't think it happens often, but that's—I think that's my. We were doing starting five. I guess we're gonna have. I'm gonna have Tim Clark in as my point guard for the starting five. <laughs> All right. Interesting. I didn't have him on my list, but he definitely has the achievements. Second in the Masters, no six PGA Championship. He's been in top three, mm-hmm. along with U.S. Open. He's currently 47, so he's still kicking it. Probably gonna do it for a while. So that's that's pretty good. I like it. Well, now you got back to back. So who's your okay. next person? Okay. Right now this this is where it gets a little bit tricky. I feel like the. The snake, I feel like I would have the advantage, but now now there's a lot of weight on my shoulders because I feel like I'm gonna let I'm gonna let somebody slip through the cracks. Um, for my shooting guard, I think I'm gonna have to go Tory Holt, um, ACC Player Dang of the Year in 1998, Super Bowl champ as well, as well as a seven time Pro Bowler. I feel like there's just there's just so many good football players from NC State, but y- y- you can't you can't skip over Tory Holt. I mean, that time with the Rams is just something that you you can't really ignore, and just the ACC Player of the Year is just something you can't really look over either. I feel like did he? Let me see. Did he ever play? Did he play with Philip or no? 
Tory Holt. Yeah. No, he was on the uh, that, that, that was greatest before, show on turf with uh, Mr. Kurt Warner and Marshall Falk. No, no I, was Rams for, team. I was saying for state. Oh, for state? No, I think he just just missed, missed him. Yeah, he was earlier. Uh, he, I think he left maybe when Rivers was a freshman. <gasps> I believe. I don't think they got together. But yeah, he's an amazing player. I think definitely our best receiver of all time has a school record for 255 yards in one game, as well as 1.6 thousand yards in a season. He has 3,379 yards in a career, all records, second all-time in career receptions by any player, definitely the most, I think, just uh, talented offensive player in football we've ever had, so that's good. I like it. Let's kind of look at Adam, but it's fine. I'll skip over it. I am going to go for someone. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? Isn't it my pick? Oh, wait. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> oh, yeah, because it goes back through. I kind of wanted uh, to. All right. Stone, you know, Stone's getting a little answer. My number was two, and I was like, okay, I go second. All right, well, who you can take? Let's see. Who you gonna, um, hopefully you don't take my person. Mm-hmm. Well, I was going to add, actually, before before I take my pick, um, if you're lucky, you might find Tori Holt at a women's soccer game. He has two daughters on our soccer team. Oh, really? You guys didn't know that. Good stat. No idea. Yeah. Uh, one plays offense, one plays defense. Um, I don't know how good they are. <laughs> I nice. <laughs> um, they start maybe question mark. I've se- I've seen them start. I know one's one's name is Brooklyn, um, and then the other one I can't remember. But obviously, uh, they're probably pretty athletic. So I assume so. <laughs> um, yeah, hopefully they can get something going or something. But I mean, if the at the very least, you know, you could get a picture with Tori Holt maybe at a women's soccer game. They, they actually do pretty good attendance wise. Like they sold out. I think at they had like a Barbie night. Yes, I mean I, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, Barbie night. People showed That's out. Cool. Um, yeah. So whatever. Um, <laughs> I'm going with uh, Mr. Mario Williams. Was that your pick, Stone? No, but I was gonna get him later. Mm, okay. So I'm going Mario Williams, uh, ACC Defensive Player of the Year 2005. He's in the Ring of Honor. Um, he had, I think, 25 and a half sacks while he was at NC State. Only played here from 03 to 05. And, uh, yeah, I need some some defense on my roster. Um, so I feel like I'm doing the best so far, but I'll, I'll take <laughs> I don't know with that one. Yeah. But I do like... Mario Williams, he definitely is right there, I believe, with Torrey Holt and probably one of our most talented defensive players we've ever had. He has all of NC State's major records in terms of tackles, tackles for loss, sacks. He has 55 and a half sacks in his career. Amazing player. Helped lead the defense to 03 and 05 bowl wins, and he's the second ever NC State Wolfpack player to ever go number one overall in a draft but I think he's the first because the first guy was long time ago quarterback Roman Gabriel and he was drafted first overall but didn't sign with them because he didn't want to go to the team so he ended up going number two so technically I would say Mario Williams is the first ever actual number one overall pick so that's very good I am gonna go with someone I don't know if you had this person on your list but honestly when I'm ranking I think I rank them as probably the second or third best athlete that we've had in terms of achievements. And that's Caitlin Tui. She is currently the leader of our cross-country team. She has won the Honda Sports Award for the best cross-country athlete this year, 2023, just previously. She has the NCAA record 
for the outdoor 5,000 as well as the indoor mile NCAA record. That means the whole country. She has the second fastest four by 1500 meter relay in NCAA history. She's been first team all conference for the entire country, all NCAA for the past two years and helped lead state cross country team to back to back national titles. We're talking about the whole USA, not just the state or the conference with ACC, the whole title country. I mean, I feel like she has done enough to rack up mention in being one of the best athletes that we've ever had of all time. And I think her name will be known more as time passes and she leaves state. But that is going to be my pick right here. Then I'm going to go back to back. And I'm going to take a guy who's also on for basketball, someone that you may not necessarily know because they didn't have some sort of crazy you know, professional career, but if we're just going off of at state, I think they definitely deserve to be on this list. That's Rodney Monroe. He was a guard for NC State basketball. He was an AP All-American in 1990 and 1991. He's the school's all-time leading scorer with 2,551 points. He held the school record when he left NC State for career three-pointers, career three-point field goal percentage, as well as just field goal attempts in a season. His 48-point comeback victory where he led NC State over Georgia Tech in 1991 ranks as one of the best single-season game performances in the school history. Major comeback, he drops 48. Definitely one of the best basketball players, if not, I think, the second best behind David Thompson for NC State basketball. All right. Well, uh, it's my turn. Wait. It's snake style, Patrick. Snake buddy. Oh, yeah. You guys wow. keep trying to skip. Nah, me. I never messed up. All right, mm-hmm. your turn, Patrick. <laughs> Griff is just complaining. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm deep in your bag, Stone. With the the Tui pick, I'm kind of jealous because <laughs> um, you thought they were gonna. I thought she'd fall to me. I thought she'd fall to me. Um, good scouts in here. I thought Mari <laughs> Williams would fall to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, shout out Caitlin Tui. She did not run at the that the meet last Friday. Got to save those legs. Yeah, she, she's she got bigger fish to fry. I guess so. <laughs> we didn't get any good pictures of her, though, unfortunately. Um, well, for my pick, um, this is my third round pick. I'm going with a guy who is a, he's a, he's a dog. This guy's a dog. <laughs> <laughs> who is it? He had one interception in four years. Count him. One However, you realize this is all time. All time. Yeah. Buddy's in the ring of honor. 25 sacks, 55 tackles for a loss. Currently being unlocked by the Miami Dolphins. Ooh. Bradley Chubb. Okay. Shout out uh, his cousin Nick Chubb, too. Um, <laughs> yeah. That breaks my heart. Unfortunately. We're recording this as right as after as we saw the injury, by yeah. the way. Nick Chubb is awesome. Um, Bradley Chubb is also awesome, and he's on my team now. So we're stacking up on defense. You guys have um, golfers and runners. I've got defensive ends. So. Well, we're being, we're going all over the road here. We're getting a bunch of athletes. You know, I mean, yeah. Bradley Chubb's great, but I don't know. But Does he like, hold up? Do people talk about him the way they do Caitlin Tui in terms of talking about cross country? I don't. You know, I, I don't would. 
I would argue that Bradley Chubb could probably run a solid mile. <laughs> I Maybe. Would, I would argue but, that. Uh, I would not bet against Chubb. He tore his ACL one time, too. I remember that. Chubb, probably the most recent star, I would say, for NC State football going into the NFL, was a top pick. Currently, he's in the NFL, a two-time pro bowler, had some great years, had an injury where he's kind of not come back to the same player he was. He's in Miami right now, but he's got uh, his jersey honored by NC State. Probably will get into their you know ring of honor, maybe even football hall of fame soon. But yeah, very talented player. Might might win a Super Bowl this year, maybe, <laughs> perhaps. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it shapes up. All right, so back to me now. Yes, back to you. Well, I'm gonna. I don't know. I, I definitely have to throw a heavy bias on some of my picks just because of who I grew up watching. So this is, I would say, this this guy is one of the reasons that I fell in love with NC State sports. Not this. This is deep in the bag. This one's deep in the bag. I'm gonna have to go with Markel Johnson. That you know, definitely not a Ring of Honor type of player, but he's definitely has moments throughout his career that, that I liked. Um, finished with 607 career assists to rank third all time in program history. Um, had career 2.10 assist to turnover ratio to rank seventh in program history. 165 seals, which ranks tenth all time. Um, he had finished with 1100, a little over 1100 points, which is the 53rd player in program history to ever record over a thousand. And I would say the major thing that stuck out for me when I was thinking about players I wanted to put on this list, I, I can't ignore his 28 points and when we beat Duke right before COVID broke out in 2020. Um, the, when we beat number six Duke, that was that was probably my favorite moment as an NC State sports fan, just because of I mean, <laughs> just the just the turnaround. Because I remember that 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 year specifically. Oh, I knew we weren't doing too good against ACC opponents. I think we lost to Chapel Hill either once or twice, and then that was towards the end, right before COVID broke out. So that was I, – I can't I can't leave him off the list. I don't know if he's necessarily as deserving as some of the other members on the list statistically, but I'm, I'm, I'm feeling confident. I'm feeling confident. Probably not, but I do like the, you know, homerism in terms of he's a guy you liked. Uh, definitely had, I would say, two or three good years. Um, back-to-back years where he averaged 12 points, had a year where he averaged seven assists, that was the year where he averaged nine points, so he can able to you know change his game based off of whether he's scoring more or passing. Was second team All ACC in 2020, not bad, pretty solid. Yeah, definitely. I know he has, he's he's overseas now. I don't. I feel bad. I yes. don't know. The, I don't know the name of the team, but I, I do follow him on Instagram. <laughs> he's uh, he's. I think he's gearing up. I think this is now his fourth year, third or fourth year overseas. I think it's uh, BC Astana. Yes, that's yes. how you pronounce it. Bla- yeah. Basketball club. Yeah, he's. I mean. One of those players, I think, like if if he really wanted to, he could come back and play professionally, but uh, in, in America. But you know, sometimes overseas is better pay wise. Awesome. Uh, well, that's good. Let's see what your last pick is. Last Griffin. Pick. Okay. Oh wait, is, is, isn't it Snake? Don't I go? Or your? Yeah, he gets oh, another yeah. pick. I get one more I'm pick. bad at this. I'm I keep getting forgetting the short end that everyone. Of the this this, this is only round four too. Oh, right. I'm thinking about my last two picks. That's what I'm thinking about. I got so far. I have Bradley Chubb, Philip Rivers. And Mario Williams, that's three. Three. And I have three, so this would be my fourth. This would be his fourth. So this is round four, and then you'll go, you'll start the beginning of round five. So we're almost at your last two picks. I'm, I'm really s- wanting to hope that these guys fall sit, to me. I hope you don't still, take any of them. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Well, I am going to, I know Stone did previously. I think I'm, I, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I could be saying this wrong. 
But we were, you did mention earlier, possibly going in a coach's, coach's route. If you would like. Uh, if you would like. K-Yao? Am I, am I saying that yes. right? I'm saying that right. K-Yao. K-Yao. Okay. Yeah. Um, she is the all-time winningest coach in NC State women's basketball history. Can't can't neglect them. Can't neglect that team. Definitely good success in recent years. We've got to give them some attention. Uh, fifth winningest coach in NCAA women's basketball history. A 737 to 344 career record. And at State, she had a 680 to 325 record. Four ACC tournament championships, five ACC regular season championships, twenty NCC—I mean, twenty NCAA tournament appearances, eleven Sweet Sixteens, and then a nineteen ninety-eight Final Four. Um, she also guided the United States women's team to gold medal at the nineteen eighty-eight Olympics, and was the assistant coach for the nineteen eighty-four gold medal U.S. Olympic team. Um, another good note is that she is in the Women's Basketball Hall of Fame and is the John Wooden Award winner. And then also in the North Carolina Sports Hall of Fame as well. She's a 1989 inductee. So didn't think I was going to go the coach's route originally, but I think that's definitely someone you can't leave off the list. K.O. Dog. Absolutely. <laughs> your favorite phrase. <laughs> we, we, don't, we don't need statistics, but he's a dog. <laughs> um, yeah, very, very good. <laughs> I, like, I, have, I was just definitely looking at picking her. Um, just a few quick stats for her, if anyone's interested. Like as he said, all-time winningest coach in state history for women's basketball. She has four ACC tournament championships, 20 tournament appearances. She's been to the Sweet 16 11 times and was in the 1998 Final Four. She has 21 20 win seasons in her 34 years at NC State, and she helped coach for the women's U.S. Olympic team where they won the gold medal in 1984. Okay. For my fourth rounder, um, I've gone football three picks in a row here. Um, time to change it up, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I, I a, think so. I need a point guard. So, that being said, we're going to throw it back to 2016. Um one of my favorite players, um, probably one of your guys' favorite players uh, too. Uh, he is a he's a Brooklyn Net now, but when he was in Charlotte this past season, it felt like there was something being kind of rediscovered about this guy with the steals and the defense and the dunks. I got to see him play against LeBron James. He went for a dunk on LeBron. Got to respect it. <laughs> 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 Almost got it. He's he is he can dunk, man. He's like six feet. He might be the same height as me. Um, eighteen points per game in 2016. Dennis Smith Jr. Probably should have said his name earlier, but Dennis Smith Jr. <laughs> um, holds a special place in my heart. I wrote a I wrote a column about him last year uh, in Technician, our student newspaper, and I sent it to him. <laughs> It was like it was like early. Really? It was like early on in my in my student media career. I was like excited. I'm like, oh my god, what if what if he sees it? So I sent it to him, and he responded. I was like, that's pretty cool, you know. That was someone with a verified check is in my DMs. <laughs> wow, this is right, living, no time to show off. Right? <laughs> so Dennis Smith Jr. Yeah, of course. Um, some controversy during his time here, I think, because of. The recruiting, I'm, I didn't read into it a whole lot, but like I think he was getting paid under the table. Oh, yeah. 
um, which is stupid now considering yeah, the I mean, NIL. Well, it should. I mean, that should have been a thing right. a long time ago. I mean, right. the, the amount of people that have got or players in general that just get um like discounted because of that when it happens so much more than it gets actually. I'll never popular. remember. Just real quick, I remember when all that stuff was going down. There was a bunch of you know allegations against all these programs, and all these programs were like in the news quickly. And the biggest one, at least the one that I remember, was uh, Michigan State, and it was because the head coach paid for a meal that a recruit his parents came out and he just thought it was nice to pay for their food it was 20 bucks and they yeah, said it's, it's a recruiting yeah. violation you can't do that yeah, and they yeah. freaked out so it was super yeah. dumb but yeah he i think is definitely the most hyped player that we've ever had especially for basketball like he was the talk of the town mm-hmm. just all over state because he was a huge recruit he was a five-star recruit one of the best recruits nc state's ever gotten he was a, I believe, top five or seven recruit in his recruiting class and backed it up because he had some amazing games while at State. He wasn't there extremely long, but he definitely had very high peaks. He recorded a triple-double in a win versus the Hokies, Virginia Tech, making him one of only two players to ever do that. He also helped lead uh, NC State to that win over Duke. I know everyone remembers that. It was a two-point win. He had 32 points, career high, so he really showed up against a huge rival. You know, didn't obviously play there for super long, but, and maybe probably didn't do t- as well in the uh, NBA as we thought, but while at State, while at State, he was a stud. He was a total, that's why he went, you know, Lottery top pick. five in the draft, like he was crazy. Yep. Uh, so that's good. Is it back to me now? Am I okay? Yeah, I mean. Am yeah. I loud, sir? <laughs> no, no. Um, what, I was going to say something about Dennis Smith Jr. Oh, he would yeah, he would have been my first rounder if he had stayed two really? years. Two years. Oh, two years, yeah. He, he, okay. was, a, he was a one and done. Yeah, maybe if he stayed in Charlotte, so. That'd be fine. I, I think, yeah. He'd probably rival David Thompson just because he was so talented, but. Um, he's awesome. Yeah, those two definitely. Dunk contests. He also, there. He's the highest touted basketball recruit we've ever had. Yeah, correct? I believe so. Yeah. I think he's probably the yeah. high. I, Pretty sure he's the highest. Yeah, he's from that. Fayetteville, so that's pretty cool that he came here. All right, I am going to start off my back-to-back picks with someone that I doubt any of you saw, but he also has a ton of accomplishments that back up him being on this list. Cullen Jones is a swimmer that we had at NC State. He won the NCAA championship in the 50-meter freestyle in 2006. He was a five-time ACC champion five times. He was the 2006 Swimmer of the Year. Is currently, or was when he had ended and left NC State, was the world record holder for the 4 by 100 meter freestyle relay. He won the Olympic gold medal in 2008 as a part of the 4 by 100 meter freestyle relay team. So really cool. We have a gold medalist come from NC State. And he also won another Olympic gold medal in 2012 as a part of the same four by 100 meter relay team. So he's got two gold medals, had the record in that respective swim meet from NC State. I think he definitely deserves to be on this list just because, I mean, winning a gold medal is amazing. I know some people forget about it, but it's a world accomplishment. It's not just America. It's, you know, the Olympics were competing against all other people around the entire world. So I think having someone from state that was able to accomplish that feat is really cool. So that'll be my... Fourth pick. Then to end it off, I was going to go one of the two. So glad they're still here because I'm glad they can be the one to finish my team off. One of the, I think, most influential and probably the mo- one of the most well-known people that 
have ever been associated with NC State, and that is Jimmy V. Jim Valvano. Just a few stuff about him. He was the 1989 Coach of the Year. He went into the North Carolina Sports Hall of Fame in 1995, won one of our two NCAA championships, not with David Robinson, but with some other guys in... David Thompson. Or David Thompson, not David Robinson, sorry. In 1983, won two ACC tournament championships. He's been to four Sweet 16s, three Elite Eights, and then one Final Four, which is when we won it all. He has qualified for seven NCAA tournaments in his 10 years, which is, I know he didn't coach a while, but that's a very good percentage, having been there 70% of the time that you're a coach, including a school record five consecutive times from 85 to 89. We still haven't been able to accomplish that since. He ushered in an era of a lot of multidimensional coaches, which means, you know, him not only just being the coach, but also helping in additionally with media and apparel, his, you know, shoe and personal appearance stuff that he's been involved in. He's had a lot of contracts with them and has been a part, obviously when he retired, he was a part of the media team helping uh, not only analyze games, but go on and announce them as well. And then obviously he has had or did have one of the most influential speeches of all time. Unfortunately, he passed away at uh, age 47 on April 28th, 1993, which was less than two months after one of the best speeches of all time at the ESPYs. Of course, you remember it if you know the Don't Ever Give Up. Uh, he had passed away following nearly a year-long battle with cancer, still has his foundation that's raising money for cancer research. So that will be my last pick. Um, yeah, I'll keep it short and sweet with my last pick. I'm going TJ Warren. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that funny? I, I I looked him up and I, I was like, should I put him on my list? I was like, eh, nah, I don't know. I don't think I'm going to do it. <laughs> well, he is my last pick. Um, I like him. He shows up to some of the games during the season. Um, I think at this point probably past his prime in the NBA, but he had that stretch in the bubble during COVID <laughs> where he was he <laughs> was the that's guy. It, yep. That was his moment. That was his moment to So time. crazy. It was he, him him and Jamal Murray. Um speaking of the Nuggets too, you know David Thompson only played nine seasons in the NBA. I guess that's like I don't feel like that's a lot for an all timer, you know what I mean? No, it's not. But I think maybe that goes to show how amazing he was in those nine years if he's like still looked at as Crazy stud Hall of Famer. Yeah, I think he had he dropped like what seventy four. Yeah, and that was, that was like a record. Crazy. Besides Wilt Chamberlain, but and then Kobe, but and Kobe, know. and then yeah. I'm sure someone today will probably snap that. Like. Jamal Murray. <laughs> you like Jamal Murray? Or I think I think Jamal Murray's pretty good. I Shout think, out to Jamal Murray from yeah. this NC State sports podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the connections, man. Like, you gotta you gotta find a way to connect it all. <laughs> Um, yeah, TJ Warren averaged like 18 and a half. He averaged 18 and a half points per game. Um, and won ACC uh, player of the year in 2014. That's enough for me. Uh, <laughs> TJ Warren is a bucket. Yeah. I'd say a top five NC state oh, yeah. player belongs for, on the for list for basketball. Definitely was amazing. Has his, uh, Jersey honored was obviously said, uh, ACC player of the year consensus all American. Yeah. He was, he was a stud. And, right, and a lottery pick. Packard, 
or take us home. Okay. So I was considering going more of you know Stone's route of more critically acclaimed players. So I was gonna I was gonna go Roman Gabriel, but once and because I know you did take up Philip Rivers. I was looking at him. It's gonna be my first pick. So I was gonna go Roman Gabriel, um, but after hearing um, T.J. Warren's name. I am going to take it the route that I was originally going to go, <laughs> especially because one, once I heard I know who this is. Once I heard start, <laughs> no, 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 no. no I, you're not, you're not going to guess it. Once I heard we were going starting five, I knew who I was, who I needed for my center position, and we can go. Oh my God! Wait, that, never mind. Who, who, who do you think I'm going to say? Who do you think I'm going to say? Going to say the big, big boy, big scrumptious. No, I'm going to go Spud Webb. Uh, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going Spud Webb. Webb played two seasons at NC State. Uh, between 1983 and 1985, averaging 10.4 points per game, 5.7 assists. In the uh, 83-84 season, he led the ACC assists. And then in 84-85, you're in second team all-ACC tournament and the NCAA tournament all-region team. He also led NC State to an Elite Eight. Um, I find his story to be very interesting because I feel like a lot of the guys we talked about were like Dennis Smith Jr., for example, were top recruits um, coming out. Um, Spud Webb was actually a JUCO transfer, and he um, the story of him coming to state – was um a uh, his coach reached out to an assistant co- one of our assistant coaches at um NC State and he took him to watch a summer league game at the MLK Recreation Center and then he uh got better to know him and gave him an offer and he's also one of three NC State players ever to participate in the NBA dunk contest and he actually won the NBA dunk contest so personally I think I think he needs his respect at five you know. It could it could be it it could be it could be a jab it could be a jab. <laughs> did, did Dennis did Dennis win it? That's what I thought. <laughs> he that's he what did I it, but yeah, he couldn't win. That's that, that, that's what I that's what I was I was mean yeah. Was, to be fair, the dunk contest is a joke. It's, it's rigged, but I think it definitely was better. And well, I guess in Spud's day, the dunk contest held a lot more weight. But now we have, you know. Mac McClung headlining it. So <laughs> I respect it. That's funny. I respect the pick. I'm, <laughs> I was he's my also I mean he's probably lower in the top five, but I would say he's I, I you know kinda, up there. People kinda forget that he went to state. Um it's not well very well known. Yeah. Um but yeah, you were talking about Roman Gabriel. That's the last one if another one of my players was picked, uh, that I would have looked to take. He also had a ton of records and ACC records um when he retired from from or not retired, but when he left to go to the NFL draft. Obviously I brought up he was a very high pick. He actually won MVP uh, in the NFL in 1969 and was a four-time Pro Bowl selection, and he is also in the North Carolina Sports Hall of Fame. I thought you were going to go with uh, the guy who just left here in, um, yes. I I don't know. I feel like I love Traquavion Smith. told you I did have a little run-in with him, but uh, I don't know. I feel like... You can't if we're talking about starting five in a center position. I can't leave Spud Webb off. Of that. <laughs> I just can't do that. So shout out to Quavion Smith though. Yeah, he was great. I would just say he's probably like if he's. It's almost like Dennis Smith. If he junior, like if he stayed more years. Yeah, I think I think he would be. He did, I, well, I think the thing there. was though is it wasn't like he didn't. I don't know. I don't know. I, don't, I wouldn't say that. Smith didn't like give us all we had, but I, I feel like he Terquavion Smith did put a decent amount of years in. I think it was just more or less like drafting. And stuff. Yeah, two years for an NBA level guy. He could have he could have left after his freshman year there because he was he. I think you noted that he went to a couple NBA workouts. Um, yeah, he went to the combine and then yeah. they told him to not declare for the draft. Yeah. I assume. And yeah. Unfortunately, that's just the culture of 
today is where guys aren't really staying in college anymore. They're just dipping if they have the talent, which is understandable because you take advantage of the money. But now maybe the the NIL is kind of opened up. Maybe that can incentivize a player's to come back to college and because I if you don't watch college uh, basketball I think you're missing out because it's one of the best especially when the tournament comes around it's so engaging there's so many upsets it's so fun and I mean last year at least this past tournament uh, they played Creighton as a 12 seed and he put on a show he was insane Uh, he was the only one doing anything yeah he was was crazy that was one of the most infuriating NC State games I've ever watched in my entire life that was great I mean I I picked some Creighton to win and they won me money so it's okay Okay. but (laughs) but still they were very good if Uh, if you want a breakdown of that game go check out episode uh, one of Light It Red because that's when (laughs) we launched (laughs) I think the episode title was March Sadness and it was truly sad to be here in that moment if you'd like but it you know our glorious two-hour co-host with me and <laughs> and Patrick won't be there, so yeah, oh, yeah, it's okay, true. but you can still go check it out. Yeah, the, the, like. the, Griffin the will be flow. there. Really <laughs> if you really want to see Griffin that bad. <laughs> yeah, the the energy's slightly different, episode one, but you know we, we were there. So. Awesome. Well, if you can remember your players, you can recap your team. I have David Thompson, Caitlin Tui, Cullen Jones, Rodney Monroe, and Jimmy V. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that beats my squad. I've got <laughs> Phil Rivers, the, the man himself, sidearming it. Bradley Chubb, Mario Williams, um, Dennis Smith Jr., and TJ Warren. So, I like interesting. The guy who really promotes and wants us to talk about all these other sports picked three <laughs> football players and two basketball players. <laughs> yep. The one that rambled about cross country did not <laughs> too, much, too much diversity. I snagged that one. Yeah, um, I'm trying to remember. So we had I had Markel Johnson. No, no order. I had Markel Johnson, um, Tim Clark, K. Yao, Spud Webb. Then who was my fifth? Yeah, I guess it wasn't as good then. If it wasn't I don't. I cannot remember my fifth to say the. Oh, Tory Holt. Tory Holt. Yeah, only the greatest wide receiver in our okay, history. You know what? You know what? When, when, <laughs> when Spud Webb and Markel Johnson are brought up, I shift my attention to the better players in the room. Awesome. <laughs> well, go go ahead and let us know. Uh, you could maybe DM us or whatever. Or well, yeah, we're gonna we, post up. Let us know who had the best team. Um, yeah, you could just say Stone already, but it's fine. You know, uh, we'll, we'll see who. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> should. I mean, vote. yeah. There's gonna probably be an Instagram post. WKNC, go follow them. Um, they'll promote our episode, and if you want to tear us to shreds in the comments over there and tell us how terribly we prepped for this, um, feel free. Stone- <laughs> Stone's looking at me. Speak for yourself. Yeah, Stone prepped. <laughs> I-, I prepped too. That no, but- was still fun. Let us know who, yeah. you know who you liked. What maybe someone we left off? We forgot anyone. Oh yeah, uh, definitely. Who you had think you had the best team pick? It's all in good fun. I got so a team of we'll dogs. That's it. all I know. Dogs. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> no, I, I can't take away from any of you guys' teams. Tim Clark's going to go to bat for me. Yeah. All right, well. Yeah, take now, us home because I, I, my computer died, so tell us tell us what we should be looking out for um, this upcoming week in sports stuff. Yes, we have got a few games that we're going to preview quickly in the NC State world of athletics. Starting off with football. Patrick, do you want to take it away, see what we got coming up soon? So we have an away game on the 22nd against the University of Virginia. Bit of a uh, Brennan Armstrong revenge story, if we will. 
Um, definitely going to be an interesting one to watch. Um, Virginia is 0-3 currently. I know they do have a, a freshman quarterback, though. So they, they, they might have a little bit of surprise. Should come out of there with an easy win, but that's – <laughs> hey, a little, you, bit, little bit of wishful thinking. Did you talk about the running back situation with NC State? Because I feel like you might want to you might want to quote one of my articles on that one, right, Patrick? Oh, uh, <laughs> was forgot it, about the, that. The, was it the Kendrick Kendrick Raphael? Yeah, Kendrick Raphael. I actually I have it in my notes, um, labeled very brief football notes. Uh, Kendrick Raphael agenda with a question mark. <laughs> mm. um, yeah, uh, Griffin will self promo there. Uh, Griffin did have an article. When you, weren't you noting the um, like the notable? Uh, it was in? yeah, new additions. It was a new additions column, and I got I had Juice Vereen in there. I had Robert Kennedy in there. I had um, Kendrick Raphael, um, obviously Brennan Armstrong. There was one of the new safety. I think his last name's Fagan. Um, couple of, couple of dogs on the roster um, that I feel like I I hit some some pretty. Solid takes there, um, not not to not to you know toot my own horn, but Just a little bit too. Okay, buddy. <laughs> okay, we get it. Um, yeah. Sorry, we got a little sidetracked there. Football. <laughs> um, other sports. What we got? Well, we also got Virginia home game, or we have Virginia, and then we got home game versus Louisville. It's a Friday night game. It's one of our. It's our first night game at home. Uh, it's going to be a blackout game, so definitely show up for that. I would love to be there. I just love the atmosphere of night games. I don't know. I, I think, obviously, Sunday, it's like, a, or Saturday, it's like, oh, my gosh, you know, 1 p.m., 12 p.m. is going to be great. But uh, the night games, I think, are really electric, and I kind of like those. So show up for that. I expect W's for both. Virginia just lost 14-42 to 42 against Maryland, and Maryland is not ranked at all. Even if they have Tua's brother, I don't think they're anything crazy, so... Hopefully, Brennan Armstrong can destroy his Weren't you, old Were group. you the one that made the, the comment last week about you don't like left-handed quarterbacks? It was this guy. It was Griffin. You, you, was Griffin. I am left-handed. Oh, I was defending, oh, I was defending okay, him okay, and yeah, all yeah. the other left-handed Griffin, people out yeah, there. Okay. Wait, and then his... he backed it up and went out there and showed up. And guess what? Against Virginia and Louisville, he's going to show up again. And well, you're going to stop calling for the backup. I Is to his brother left-handed as well? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is, that like a, is that like a thing? Do you, do you have any siblings? Yeah, are they left-handed? No. Oh, mm. you know my my grandmother on my dad's side and on my mom's side are both left-handed, and they're both named Connie. <laughs> Fun fact. Shout Weird. out Connie. Back to NC State <laughs> sports. <laughs> soccer. <Yeah. laughs> we got some soccer <laughs> games coming up. Men's soccer also ends up playing Louisville, just like football. We have a two road game stretch at Louisville, and then uh, the women are going to be at Duke. And then the women come back home to play UNC. So women's soccer, going to be looking out for that, Duke and UNC. Hopefully we can get a dub, at least one of them. I would love to get a dub against, you know, the home so we could watch the game as we potentially beat UNC. But we would definitely love if we could get both those games. Then volleyball. That's, I think, the biggest one to me because we have a lot of ACC games coming up. We're just starting ACC play for volleyball. And we have started off amazing to the season. And it's just none of them have been against, like, you know, people would consider high-level opponents. So this would be a great time to prove why the volleyball team is good and should be ranked. It starts off with Clemson. We're at Clemson for our ACC opener on the 22nd. Then we go to Georgia Tech. 
they're ranked number 11 in the country. Then we come back home for two games where our ACC home opener versus Notre Dame is on the 29th. And then we start off the month of October on the 1st versus the current ranked number two country or number two <laughs> program. Number, number two country. Number two, country, <laughs> number two <laughs> program in the country in Louisville. So volleyball's got Louisville coming up. Soccer's got Louisville coming up. And football's got Louisville coming up. So hopefully we can get three W's there. Awesome. Is that all we got? I think that's all we got. All right. Well, yeah, we definitely got – we had some fun with that draft. Um, so if you stuck around and listened for this long, we appreciate it and hope you continue to continue – it's continue late. to continue to continue. I Wise words with Griffin. Yeah. Well, just just keep listening. That's all I gotta say. Um, yeah. This has been Lighter Red. Music in this podcast was Jonas Hipper's King of Sports and Vibe and Sneaky, licensed under Creative Commons from the Free Music Archive. Music